We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Well, greetings. You've got that James Dean daydream look in your eyes. Uh, Hi, how are you? Hi. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Yeah, I just, I needed to do it in honor of the Eras Tour movie premiering tonight. Did you know that she is going to profit... $4.1 $4.1 billion from this tour. Listen, here's the thing about Taylor. For no, herself. No, but no, that's what she's doing for the U.S. economy. That's not for herself. No, wait, wait. I don't think you read that right. Well, probably not. But listen, here's the thing. Okay. So I am not at the Eras Tour movie premiere tonight. I did take my daughter to the actual concert in Las Vegas. And I did buy... Eras Tour movie tickets tonight, which I gave to Tisha, my ex-wife, to take my daughter. And I did buy the commemorative popcorn bucket and uh, drink cup for the tour, for the movie. And I just feel like at this point, if Taylor Swift got on Instagram and was like, please, everyone send me a check for $100, I would write a check and send it to her. Oh, my God. Because? Why? Because you love her. Well, no, I'm not even... No, I don't... I'm not even the Swifty. Then <laughs> why? my daughter. It's all about it's all about daughter. It's like I just paid forty dollars because the tickets for the concert movie <clears throat> cost nineteen eighty nine. You know, because that's clever. I paid forty dollars for tickets to a movie to see a concert that I had already, already seen live. Seen. That I spent like a thousand dollars going to in Las Vegas, and yeah. that concert consisted of her singing songs from albums that she had re-released that we had already purchased 10 years ago. I mean, <laughs> the businesswoman is unmatched. Like, so, girl boss okay. what? According to the Washington Post, assuming she keeps the standard artist's share of roughly 85% of her tour's revenue, she is estimated to make $4.1 billion for herself. It's insanity. Like, if you really dig into it, like, the mayor of Chicago said that she, like, saved their tourism season. <laughs> like, like it's the amount of money being generated by this tour is astronomical. Wow. Anyway, I don't know why we we're talking about that, but here we are. <laughs> because you got on here singing one of the worst Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> oh, don't, no, don't say the worst. Don't, come on. <laughs> okay, fine. Just I am not a Swifty, but, like, she's got some bops. And I got to say, this show, because I saw it live in Las Vegas for $1,000, okay. yeah. um, I really didn't pay $1,000 for tickets. That was The tickets were actually the least expensive part of the trip. That was, you know, I had to get a hotel room and, a, yeah. and the drive, and I yeah. had to spend $200 at Trader Joe's on alcohol. I mean, it was very, it was a very <laughs> expensive trip. Oh, but listen, the girl knows how to put on a show. No, I believe you. I believe you. And I love Folklore Evermore and Midnight. I right. have I've become like a, a late stage Swifty. Great, great, perfect. Hi, welcome to Hot Drinks. Hi, <laughs> I am Sister Latter Day Swifty. I am Brother Jack Midnight's. I don't know, Brother Jack Coffee. 
I live in Utah. You live in San Francisco. What? We we get on here to talk about Tim Ballard, to talk about <laughs> Jody Hildebrandt. To talk about Jody Hildebrandt. Um, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> and Taylor Swift. I actually I only have a very small comment about Tim Ballard in my uh, Bagels and Horrors today. So we don't... So anyway, hi, how are you? Are, are you asking me? <laughs> No, I'm asking uh, Jody Hildebrandt. She's lying in bed next to me. I am. I'm. I'm really good. Um, I'm, okay. I'm, you know, I'm stressed about money, and anytime, yes. anytime my brain isn't occupied with class or making jewelry for Aspera or watching a show, which I'm actively trying to do because almost every teacher will start class by anybody watch anything good this week, you know. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, because um, you're an actress. Yes. Um, I'm worried about money. Um, By the way, I, can I interject really quickly? Yeah. I know there's a push to use the gender neutral term actor, mm-hmm. you know, just in... I propose we use the gender neutral term actress. It's such a better word. It's way better. Actor. Actress. Actor. Actor. Actress. Uh-huh. I mean, it's beautiful. It is gorgeous. We should, that should that, be the, like, I just hate that the masculine right? word is the gender it's neutral the gender version. gender neutral term. Right. So we should just, we should like change the category to best supporting actress and it should be for performers of any gender. Right. And it should be, you know, impress, not emperor, impress. Yeah. Yeah. It should be. Gubernatorial. Wait. Oh, wait. What? I don't know. What? What? <laughs> is there a female version of gubernatorial? Gubernatorial S? Uh, is gubernatorial a person? I thought it was an adjective. Well, oh, I guess it is an adjective. <laughs> oh my God. I guess it's an adjective. Um, the gubernatorial S. So. Should we put that on merch? If we made a t-shirt that said <laughs> gubernatorial S, would people wear it? <laughs> it's so funny that you say you, you're stressed about money because I sent you a text last night that said, Okay, I've sat down, I've gone over my budget, I've been looking at these different, I'm looking at a couple different kind of debt consolidation options. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've really, I've done the math, I've really spent some time with these numbers, and I think the most um, logical explanation is for me to throw myself off the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. Because that's how, that's how late stage capitalism works. Horror. Yes. Yeah. You can have a great job, you can work for one of the biggest companies in the world, and you can't pay your bills. Right. So, but we don't need to talk about that. No, we do not. Um, we'll talk about if you do jump off the bridge, we'll we'll circle back. There'll be there'll be a special episode <laughs> about Brother Coffee and jumping off the bridge. Start off with me talking like this, and that's how you know that we've lost Brother Coffee. You'll be like, gentle listeners, <laughs> if you are struggling with suicidal ideation, please call. Crap. Anyway, I always I always love to imagine this podcast going global and like helping us pay our bills, but here we are making jokes about making suicidal jokes ideation. About so dying by suicide. I know. That's really that we're really not gonna we're really not gonna get the MeUndies sponsorship we're, with that. We're so fucked. Um okay, I have some bagels and horrors. Oh, as do I, I you know what's weird? I mostly have bagels. What am I? Positive Perry? Therapy. Or something. Therapy, yeah. bitch. God damn. Like, <laughs> I kid you not. <sighs> no, I just, I will say this about therapy. Okay. I showed up to therapy this week. 
I was like, I had a couple really great, like, hey, look at these like big achievements I've made in my progress, like really great things to share. He was like, oh my God, that's so impressive. Oh my God, you, I'm so glad you recognize that. And then he's like, let's, let's dig into, you know, these memories that we're, we're working through because I'm doing EMDR, which is where you work through memories. Okay. For the record, that hold music that you listen to when you're waiting for the other person to join the Spotify for Podcasters podcast stream. <laughs> yeah. Feels like the hold music you listen to in hell while you're waiting for Tim Ballard to decide <laughs> if you're fuckable enough to come into the Celestial Kingdom. <laughs> so listen, I need to jump right in because that cutoff kind of weird. Yeah. I was talking about... Wait, what were we talking about? I, I don't know. You said, uh, oh, with oh, I was EMDR. talking about therapy. I was talking about therapy, and I was about to tell how I cried really hard at therapy. And then <laughs> my, you y'all, this is why we try to have a professional podcast, but we don't know how to. Right. We're talking. Out of nowhere, my phone decides to connect to my Bluetooth headphones that are sitting like twenty five feet away. <laughs> And Great. so we're talking, and then suddenly Sister Twain's voice is like a tiny Ant-Man <laughs> voice, and I don't know where she is. But on the recording, which I just listened to, and I cut it off, um, your voice is, you're like, hello, hello, where are you? And I'm the one that's like, I know. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. Charlie Brown teacher. Yeah, so okay, we're back. I want to hear. Okay. Well, no, I mean, all I was saying is that I thought it was going to be a normal session, and then I cried like a baby. I still, oh. I, I need to send you a recap. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was all. I don't know okay. why we're, why we're even talking about that. Well, because you have more bagels than horrors today. Oh, right, which is weird because of therapy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so w- let's get onto our bagels and horrors. These are, these are the things that we, we live for, the bagels. <laughs> And the things that make us want to um, jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. The there horrors. it is. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Great. So give us a bagel. Okay. Um, the first is I started the fall of the House of Usher. Oh, yeah. I haven't started yet. How is it? First episode was great. You know, It's on it's Netflix. That, it's Yes. Um, and it's by the creator. Is it Mike Flanagan? Who Mike did... Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House, How... who did... If people have if people have not watched Haunting of Hill House, stop is, what you're doing. Turn it this is off. Genuinely one of the most scary movies slash TV shows I've ever seen. And also like one of the smartest because it's anyway, yeah. <laughs> Super brilliant. well done. Super but like well done. some of the scariest moments where you will shit yourself in your bed. Anyway. My daughter my daughter said, and I feel the same way, like, she said, I wish I could watch Haunting of Hill House for the first time again. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's real. Um, Haunting of Hill House, I, I won't say any anything more specific than this, but literally one of the best jump scares in cinematic history. It happens <laughs> during a haunting. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Probably. Driving in the car. We'll talk offline. Oh, maybe I need to watch it again. I've already watched oh, it twice. Yeah. 
Anyway, one of the anyway. best jump scares in American Kay. history. So, so he has a new show called he, the, Fall the Fall of the, of House, the of House of Usher, which is based on an Edgar Allan Poe piece. And um, so far, it's just it. The first episode sets up the exposition. It's like you know setting everything up really nicely with very much spooky elements almost right away. Okay. Um, and, you know, like his other stuff, um, a lot of the same actors. Included, yes. But this time we have Mark Hamill. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. And then our friend is in it who was also in Midnight Mass. Is it okay that we say that? I think so. Yeah. So okay. you and I have a friend we went, we did undergrad with who is in the Mike, Mike Flanagan. Universe. Universe. <laughs> And he was in Midnight Mass, and he is also in this, and I texted him when I watched the trailer, and I said, because this friend of ours is very attractive. He's an attractive man. Yeah. In Midnight Mass, he was not attractive. No. He was the the frumpy guy. Yeah. So I texted him when I saw the trailer, and I was like, Mike, let you be hot in this, because I believe, (laughs) and I said this to our friend, this friend needs a David Harbour moment, you know? Do you know who David Harbour is? Yeah. The actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, David Harbour is this, like, kind of, like, middle-aged, like, like not necessarily conventionally attractive guy. And then he did Stranger Things, and then the gays saw him, and then they were like, (laughs) spit in my mouth, daddy. (laughs) And then he became a megastar. Really? For for sure. And I give credit to the gays. And then he got, then he, like, got fit, and I was like, no, David Harbour. (laughs) Don't get fit. Right. Anyway, our our Did friend, that feel like a betrayal? Um, our friend, his he's an actor. His name is Matt Bidell. He mm-hmm. needs the David Harbour treatment because he is gorgeous. And you gorgeous. said that to Matt? Oh, yeah. And he said, I would like any kind of treatment you can provide. So, <laughs> I know. Because like, he's like a working actor in L.A. and has been doing it for like 25 years. And right. just grinding away at kind of like smaller parts and exactly. little roles and, you know. Trying to piece away. together a career, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, and yeah, we could we could talk about that whole thing, especially because I'm that's the industry I'm going into, but we won't. But that would be boring. That um, would be boring. Yeah. So just the first episode so far. I'm super excited to see where it all goes. Um, does Does our friend Matt Bidell take off his shirt? Uh, not in the first episode. Okay. All right. However, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Netflix likes to get you right into the second episode real quick, even though I was going to turn it off because I had something to do. And it said um, on the rating up at the top, it said nudity and sexuality. Oh, great. Then I'm in. I'll watch episode two. I'm going to start <laughs> with episode two. <laughs> Let's hope it's Matt. You think he would have told you? No, I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. I think he would have told me anyway. Oh, okay, great. Okay. So, um, do you want me to just go through all my bagels or do you want to we alternate bagels? Let's alternate bagels. Let's alternate bagels. Okay. So my first bagel is so nerdy. It's so nerdy. Very nerdy. Okay. And Chloe of the mountain people Uh. turn the podcast off now. (laughs) So there is a video game, right? Right. Chloe that just came out called Baldur's Gate three. Okay. It is my whole world. Oh, it is. It's basically Dungeons and Dragons in a video game. But what I love about it is that, so you have your main character that you have designed. Mine is a half elf uh, bard. (laughs) And and then you, you have other people in your kind of camp in your squad who are like, like, uh, not like NPCs, non-player characters, um, 
And my whole goal in Baldur's Gate 3 is to have sex with all of them. The women, the men. Is that an option? Oh, yeah. Like, I've already had sex with Asterion, who is the vampire half-elk, half-elf rogue. Not elf? We already had sex in the woods. Not half-elf, half-elf? Half-elf rogue. Not elk. You can have sex in a video game? Yeah, and like, and here's the thing, in Baldur's Gate, when you build your character, you know, because you can choose like their hairstyle and their skin color and their eye shape and whatever, you can also choose their genitals. There's like penis A, penis B, penis C, penis D, which is my favorite. Penis D is my favorite. (laughs) Vulva A, vulva B. B. No gen, no genitals. A, no genitals. Like you get to choose, and when I had sex with Asterion, the vampire half elf rogue, like you can see his penis while we're having sex. It was, I mean, it was great. Anyway, it was great. That's a bagel. Wow, it's a bagel. I... And you can see my ass, and I have a beautiful ass. I'm do you, purple. Do you get to control I... the sex? Like the no, no, no. It's just undulating... in a cutscene. I mean, you get to like decide like what you're gonna say. Oh, you know, because it's like a dialogue. <gasps> so you get to you get to decide if you want to be like sexy and romantic, or if you want to be like fuck me blind kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Wow. I'm a beautiful half elf bard with purple skin, and I have a weird tattoo on my face. And you could see my ass, and then a stereo climbed on top of me, and you could see his balls hanging. Are down. you serious? Anyway, a hundred percent serious. I can't believe. <laughs> bagel what's your next bagel okay my next bagel is i'm working my way up because i have three and three is the big one so um this one is i got a job oh yes yes and it is i've been telling people it's at a really cute nice pizza place but it's actually pizza p-i-n-s-a pizza right and i just want to point out as someone who's been a mormon missionary in italy (laughs) that is not a thing (laughs) That is not an actual thing that Italians do to say pizza. <laughs> so please tell your Italian bosses that I, as an authority on the Italian culture, because I was a missionary there when I was 19, have have told them that pizza is not a thing. Okay, I will let them know. And I'm sure please they'll let them know. rebrand their whole business model. But um, so far, it's just going to be two shifts a week, which is great. And California, God bless California, is one of the five states that pays their servers and bartenders whatever the state minimum wage is. And in California, right. the minimum wage is $18. Right. <laughs> Plus tips. Plus tips, yes. If you had this job in Utah, you would be making $2 an hour. Oh, yeah. Plus tips. Oh, yeah. Oh, Serving yeah. pizza. Serving pizza. Also, uh, did you let him, did you give my note about Pecorino? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, there was a menu, just so the gentle listeners know, there was a menu item that said that one of the pizzas <laughs> featured pecorino sheep's milk cheese. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's redundant because pecora means sheep. So pecorino is always sheep's milk. So you don't really need to say pecorino sheep's milk cheese. Please pass that along. <laughs> uh, okay. So let me know. Let me know what they say. I will after I kind of build some trust with them, you know. Okay, great. Um. Okay. And, and then, okay, what's your bagel? But I want to say what I love about you getting this job at this pizzeria, it's literally like 25 feet from your home. It really is. It is on the same side of the street. Like same block. city block. Yes. Yeah. I can leave my apartment one minute before my shift starts. And we walked by it many times when we were 
getting you settled. And I was like, oh, look at this cute pizza place. Yeah. Like, this is ador- this is adorable. And right. then you got a job there. And then I got a job there and, and found out it was how, pizza. How is the pizza? Delicious. So the crust. It is. Oh, God. The crust is made with wheat flour, rice flour, soy flour blend. It's 50. 50- that is that is so San Francisco. It is a 50. It's like they say on the menu, it's 50% lighter than pizza crust. Please tell them that their Italian grandmother's ghost is going to come to America and stab them in the throat <laughs> for using rice flour and almond flour and oat flour speaking in their of pizza which, crust. Still, in their pizza crust. Speaking of which, I still need to go to Little Italy here in San Francisco. Okay, what's your yeah. next bagel? So I have a very special invite from oh. our dear, dear, dear friend of the pod, Manda Bandit. Or she is, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Remember how we used to call her Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah, so she is the host of the Equality Utah Gala, um, which is a big fundraiser that Equality Utah, which is sort of the LGBTQ pack in Utah, yeah. um, you know, political, that, that kind of like does, like works with the legislature and whatever to pass laws that support LGBTQ people. Anyway, right. they have, every every year they have a big gala. Um, we went last year together. Mm-hmm. Um Maggie Gyllenhaal is the host this year. So she invited me to come. Uh, our Lord and Savior CJ in Christ is going to be there. I am going as the date of Maggie Gyllenhaal's husband. Oh, who, yes! God, who I went to high school with <laughs> and who could choke me with with one hand and I would say, yes, please give me more. <laughs> um. And the theme is like cowboys or like sexy cowboys or mm-hmm. hot cowboys or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm working on some outfits. Okay. I have some leather pants that I bought from the Gap in 1997. Oh. That were like, went, they were like so in style and then they went out of style and now we've crossed the Rubicon and they're back in style. Right. Like, like even my daughter was like, those are so cool. Oh. My 14 year old daughter. Wow. But. Spoiler, I'm 40 pounds fatter than I was in 1997. Okay, so okay. They don't really fit right now. So I've got some spanks on the way. I have some other options. I have a kilt. I have some fringe. I got to plan an outfit because I'm uh, Madam Mandit's husband's date. You are the... It's like going with Kamala Harris's husband. I, I mean, a little bit. A little He's bit like also that. very hot. He's He also could choke me. I'm just saying, like, because... <laughs> She's the host, and then right. anyway, um, what's Kamala Harris's husband's name? Doug Benioff, Doug, or yeah, something? and it's his birthday today. Okay, yeah. Anyway, he could choke me. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, and I don't know if Madame Bennett will hear this before the show, but I did send a message to CJ, our Lord and Savior, CJ in Christ tonight, and I said, "Listen, here's the goal. Uh-huh. If I start, if I get drunk and I start flirting with Madame Bennett's husband, yeah, and I start." Let's just call him the Viking. If I start flirting yeah. with the Viking uh-huh. yeah. and I start running my fingers through his chest hair, uh-huh. like just come, just come pull, like pull me away. Yeah. I, I gotta stop flirting with the straight guys. Right. Like we can be cute. I can put my arm around him. We, whatever. But as soon as I start like resting my head on his chest, CJ needs to step <laughs> in and be like, you've had enough. But wait, what if the Viking or other straight men say i don't mind touch me all you want no because they always say that and i always feel guilty and embarrassed and shameful the next day which is something i should process in therapy yeah definitely give me your therapist number please 
yeah, I will. I'll let him know. But anyway, that's the goal to not flirt with any straight men in an, in an inappropriate way. <clears throat> but here's the real goal. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know who's performing at the Equality Utah ga- Gala? Oh, yeah. You're two. It's the Inigo Girls. Favorite lesbians. It's the Inigo Girls. Yeah. Now, many moons ago, Wait, we can't say that. That's racist. Oh. Uh, several se- several months ago, I met Heather Gay from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> we were chatting. Somehow the Inigo girls came up and I said, I don't care about your Zodiac sign. I want to know if you sing Amy's part or Emily's part when you listen to Closer to Fine. <laughs> and Heather Gay said, I want to write... I, I don't want to give it away, but Heather Gay wants to write a jukebox musical with the Integral Girls music. And we bonded over the Integral Girls. Wow. Now, the the Real Housewives of SLC have been known to make appearances at the gala. Last year, I met Meredith. Oh. What if Heather's there? And what if we meet the Inigo Girls? And what if we pitch our jukebox, jukebox musical about uh-huh. with... Anyway, that that's what? the hope and the prayer. So anyway, what's, what's your... What's a What's jukebox next musical though? A jukebox musical is when they take like the the songs of like the Temptations and uh-huh. they write a musical around it, or the songs of Green Day. So why don't you just you... say a musical? Well, anyway, okay, my last... it's called a jukebox musical when you have like like there's a there's a musical of the songs of Green Day that is called something that I can't remember because God, I've had some you bourbon. Couldn't pay me to go to that. Okay, my last bagel is. Little Twink surprised me the day after my birthday. It was amazing. And came to see me in San Francisco. So yeah. birthday was on the 10th. It's 10-10. On the 11th, I'm walking home from class. And you're hurrying home because why? Because you and C. Jane had said for your birthday, even though it was on the 10th, um, we were all free on Wednesday afternoon, so uh, of the eleventh. So let's watch a movie together. What is it called? Share play. Uh, yes. Yeah, and and I was like, "Can I pick the movie?" And they, you all were like, "Yeah, I'll pick the movie." And so we were like, "Okay, I, I get on the shuttle at one twenty. I should be home by one fifty. Right. We're all gonna of, share play and watch a movie together. All of this was a ruse so that I right. Would, be home for little twaint. Right. So I'm walking up to my building and I hear, excuse me, ma'am. And I think it's someone going to ask, that's going to ask me for money. Cause that happens a lot in San Francisco. Fair, fair. And I looked in the direction of the voice and I saw my daughter. And it was your baby girl. I fucking flipped out and she cried. She hugged, I was squeezing her so hard, and when she pulled away, she had tears streaming down her face. And then she died because and then... <laughs> choked her to death. <laughs> that is one of my favorite jokes. Um, <laughs> she stayed with me one night. We, she was so tired. She'd been up since 5 a.m., but we tried to do a few things. Um, she did take a nap while I showered to go to dinner with her. Um, and then we both slept in my prison bed. She had one, right. her head at one end and 
And she's because, so small that her feet just came to my hips. So Right. And I want to point out that you, like, you kind of live in, like, a dorm. So you, you're subject to kind of dormitory rules. Yeah. And you are allowed to have an overnight guest as long as they're the same gender as How you. fucking stupid. So, so funny to me. I was oh. like, please ask, your, please ask your university if, like, a non-binary person can only can have only other have non-binary, a non-binary person. person over. Or, like, can a non-binary, non-binary person have a gender queer person over? or like a gender fluid person oh or like my... can it only like can, if you're gender fluid can you only host another gender fluid person like <laughs> like I want the specifics it's so fucking stupid and embarrassing okay. it's so funny because you go like you literally go to an art college I know I know and they're I... like you can have an overnight guest as long as they are the same gender which is because like saying... none of you none of you fags are faggots oh, you know right. what I mean oh my god brilliant uh, uh, brilliant go on and on about how stupid that is okay like if so, one of your sons had come to visit they could not stay with you <laughs> but they totally would i would sure love sure them. um do you have any other bagels well i kind of alluded to it but i um the other day just posted to my insta story a tweet that i thought was funny that said Let's do ketamine and talk to brother Nephi of old. <laughs> because famously, Tim Ballard, uh, noted <laughs> rapist, allegedly, and sexual predator, allegedly. Yeah. And hero of the Mormon church, allegedly. Allegedly, once upon a time. Uh, he, in an interview, said that he would do ketamine and commune with brother Nephi. <laughs> brother and get- Nephi! And get advice from Brother Nephi about when he, like, what would happen when Tim was president of the United States, the prophet to ex- to bring in the second coming, like, would chat with Nephi about that. Oh. So, so someone had a tweet that said, let's do ketamine and commune with Brother Nephi of old. Oh, God. I laughed until I peed, and then yeah. I posted it to my Insta story. And guess who liked that Insta story? <gasps> Heather Gay, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> So that <laughs> was a bagel. It's happening. This it is, is happening. That's fantastic. It's like you want, like, you see a quote-unquote famous person, like Heather Gay, Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, and you yeah. think, this Instagram is managed by a handler, by, like, a publicity person. But oh, no, right. no. Heather herself was like, <laughs> double tap. I like that joke about doing ketamine and chatting with me five old. Heather herself. And to and to that I say hurrah. <laughs> and to that I say, let us meet with Amy and Emily in a go and tell them about our musical. And to that I say, let us. It is happening. Bow anyway, your that's head all. And say yes. Do you, um, but I don't have any horrors. So do, do you have more bagels? Do you have horrors? Where are we? I have a horror. Okay. And um. It is Meisner. Oh, okay. An acting technique, as you yes. told us last week. So okay. there are many. There's Stanislavski. There's Uta Hagen. There's, you know, some people say method acting. So there's all these, like, different acting techniques that have all these different names, right? Um, Stella Adler, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sanford Meisner is, is one of the big ones. And he, back in his day, was one of the first people who was like 
the acting in plays and in movies is so fake and big and broad and presentational. Let's have some acting that's like actual realistic. Anyway, that's great. Like you're probably confused why this would be a horror. Well, when you learn Meisner for the first time, which I am, because we studied Uta Hagen at BYU. Right. Um, the very first thing you do, and you do it ad nauseum, we are five classes in now, and we've done this every single time, is called the repetition exercise. Uh-huh. So this is how it goes. Okay. I'm going to say something to you, Josh, or Brother Coffee. Right. And I'm going to say you, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to repeat it back. I, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. You have a nice voice. I, blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> you're supposed to say I have a nice you voice. You said I was supposed to say I, blah, blah, blah. Well, because I was, I didn't know what I was going to okay, say. Go, okay, fine. let's start okay, over. Okay, fine. Okay. And then. And then we just keep repeating that. So, okay, ready? Yes. You have a nice voice. I have a nice voice. You have a nice voice. I have a nice voice. You have a nice voice. I have a nice voice. <laughs> okay. So far, uh, the teacher would have called you out and said, don't say it like that. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> just okay. say it regular. Okay. Anyway, and then you do that until the teacher tells you to stop. Okay. That's it. Have you ever thought of... T- okay, here's a genuine, a real question, like the real, real. Have you ever thought of saying to this teacher, you know, some people have cancer. Oh. <laughs> and they have to go to their doctor and talk about their cancer. <laughs> and they have to subject themselves to radiation treatment to kill those cancer cells and their hair falls out and they vomit. And you want me to say I have a nice voice over and over again. Have you thought <laughs> about that, teacher? <laughs> so anyway, I was in class um, on the in the fourth class, the right. fourth week, because we just have each class once a week. Right. And it's at the end of the class, and he does this thing where he does that he does at the end of the class and goes around to each student and goes, so what'd you learn today? So what'd you, you learn say, today? I learned that some people have cancer. And I said, you know, I'm really i you know the repetition really puts me in my head and he goes what's well, supposed to take you out of your head and and i said well i'm struggling with it and he goes well you need to practice more and then he moved on to the next two i fucking hate this bitch <laughs> meisner repetition you're taking oh. out loans from the federal government <laughs> To pay tuition to this man so he can tell you that him telling you you have a nice voice is supposed to take you out of your head. (laughs) This is a scam. Right. Anyway, that's Meisner. I have watched videos of Meisner teaching and he's teaching people like, um, you know. He he's taught all the all the greats, Dustin Hoffman, Sidney Pollock, da 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 da, and you see them doing this repetition the way you do it in class, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Anyway, we have gone on and on. Wow. Uh, um, yeah. So should we take a break? Um, I don't need a break. Would you like a break, or would you like to continue? So maybe I do, but <laughs> let's give a <laughs> teaser. So our Wait, what happened? Oh, fuck. 
Nothing. Everything's fine. What are you talking about? Hello? Brother Coffee? Brother Coffee? Did your headphones connect again? Turn off your Bluetooth. Brother Coffee? Well, while we're waiting on Brother Coffee to turn off his Bluetooth... Um, oh, okay. Never mind. It disconnected. We will, we're, we're going to take a break. You guys, there's an eclipse tomorrow. How's your mom, by the way? Wait. <laughs> Let's I don't know running. what I don't know what happened. I know. We were recording it's... it disconnected. No, there's an eclipse season starts in the morning. So Jesus Christ. Okay. So we've got a top five for you tonight. Yes, we do. It's the top five gay icons, the top five straight icons. Yeah. You're doing the gays and I'm doing the straights. Right. I love doing the gays. I uh, I was so miserable picking straight icons. I was like, this is this is torture. Straight people are, are terrible. I'm so excited because I have no <laughs> idea what direction you went with straight I, icons. I, like, is it like Joe Biden? Like, where? I, I was really, really struggling. <laughs> but I, I have a list of like 30. Um, so I'll tell you all the honorable mentions after I do the five. Okay. So you chose the top five straight icons, and I chose yeah. the top five gay icons. Do we want to talk about the experience you had that was born that that this was born from? I don't even remember what that was. So uh, sure. Okay. Oh well, you were trying to help your daughter get into the school dance, and you were dressed like Princess Di. <laughs> I totally forgot that. <laughs> Oh, it was epic. What was it? Two weeks? Two weeks so, ago? Now? So I'll just take the number one. My number one is Princess Di. Okay. This gay icon. Yes. So, oh my God. I, okay. So my daughter was going to the homecoming dance just with a group of friends, not with like a special date or anything. She had been kind of back and forth about should she go? She wasn't sure. Anyway, she finally decided to go. And then when she went to buy her ticket, because you had to buy it like through an online portal. Mm-hmm. Um, her, it said she was not eligible to buy a ticket. And so she was texting me and Tisha and she was like, it says I'm not eligible. That must mean I have an attendance something something. And I was like, well, do you have an attendance something something? And she was like, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I do. But that's the only reason it would, that it would not let me. And she was freaking out. And so I, and I was on my way to Provo for something, but I was like, I'm going to swing by the school and see what's going on. So I drive to the school. I'm dressed like Princess Diana. I get out of my car and I start, I'm looking, because I'm like, this dance starts in 45 minutes. There are administrators here that I can talk to. And when I say I'm dressed like Princess Diana, what I mean is the greatest outfit in American history is what we call the Princess Diana. And that's where you wear short shorts and a sweatshirt. Right. There is like a one-week period in Utah where you can wear uh-huh. the Princess Diana. And it's got to be cold enough. 
that you can get away with wearing a sweatshirt and a but sweatshirt. warm enough that you can get away with wearing shorts. Right. Right. So I pull up to the school, a faggot in full Princess Diana. <laughs> I try to get in. I can't get in. I'm like, I'm going to walk around the school. I'm texting my daughter. I'm like, where's the dance? She's like, the dance is on the football field. I'm like, I'm going to the football field. I, <laughs> I, I run into some guy and I'm like, hi, can you help me? He's like, I can if you can walk me, walk with me. He's got the walkie. He's like, what's going on? We got to get the kids. We got to go to class. Anyway, I'm like, so my daughter, she's trying to get her tickets. It's saying she's not eligible. We don't know why. He's like, you got to go talk to this lady down here. I'm like, great. So I head down to that lady on there, a faggot in the Princess Diana. And I say to the lady, can you help me? She says, I can help you if you can walk with me. I say, okay, my, I got my daughter. She wants to go to the dance. She can't get her ticket. She's radioing. She's like, Josh, we got, we got another one that the daughter can't get the ticket. It's a nice, it's a nice gentleman, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, I'm in the office with the assistant principal. He's sending a text to the entire school saying, we realize that the ticketing system is broken. Some of you can't get tickets, even though you should be able to. Please come to the dance anyway. I'm texting my daughter. I'm like, you can go. They got to look you up. It's fine. Anyway. Yeah. And I walk away in the Princess Diana. So the first gay icon is Princess Diana. Amazing. Amazing. Not only did she wear the iconic outfit where she wore short shirts and a sweatshirt like a thousand times. If you Google Princess Diana sweatshirt, you will see this look. It is the best look ever. Yeah. The other things that make Princess Diana a gay icon are, number one, there is a musical written about her that is available on Amazon Prime. Oh. When you listen to the music or watch it, it feels like you're watching the parody of a musical from an episode of 30 Rock about Princess Diana. Oh. (laughs) Like, is there going to be a song about how Prince Charles really loves Camilla? Yes, there is. Is there going to be a song (laughs) about how Diana's just just a lonely lady from the... She's from the people. She's a poor lady. Yes, there is. There's going to be all those songs. The other reason that she's a gay icon is that in 1987, she opened the first HIV slash AIDS clinic at London's Middlesex Hospital to treat patients of HIV and AIDS. She went into the hospital. She met with patients. She held their hands. She talked with them. And this was a time where people thought that, like, being within 10 feet of someone with HIV was a death sentence. Right. She went in and chatted with them all so yeah it helped to change the world on the whole aids yeah and then the crown killed her so she's a gay icon right yeah what's your number one straight icon okay so since i have so many on my list i'm just gonna close my eyes and point at one and then that's what i'm gonna do elvis great okay 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 uh he loved bacon and um which is notoriously straight <laughs> he was a real asshole um right uh i mean you know to his wife i i don't know about anyone else um asshole to his wife loved bacon uh he liked it burnt did you know that he preferred it burnt right probably Super how straight. he died yeah um <clears throat> And he had an airplane that he named after his daughter. So there you go. Wow. (laughs) Thank you for really showing up for straight people today. Because I think 
I feel like the straight people listening to this episode were like, oh, am I going to be fully represented? Am I going to feel welcome? Is this a safe space for me? Listen. And you were like, you were like, I got you straight folks. And... Elvis loved burnt bacon and he named a plane after his daughter. And scene. And scene. So thank you. Um, <laughs> but like, here's the thing. Like, Okay, say this would be akin to us doing a top five polyamorous what have you or top five monogamous what have you. And you give me monogamous. (laughs) I would come up with the fucking hottest monogamous (laughs) polyamorous. You know, like I'm I'm for all intents and purposes, I'm straight, but like, God. Straights are okay. just boring and, and terrible. Okay, what's your number two gay icon? So, my number two... Um... Okay. Are you there? I wanted a long... I'm, I'm here. I just wanted a long pregnant pause. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, there is, a, there is a woman. Her name is Renee Rapp. Ashley I feel Wilkinson. Like oh, oh. I feel like I've talked about her on this podcast uh, before. You have, you have. Who is she? So Renee Rapp was kind of a Broadway girly. She was in the touring company of Mean Girls playing Regina George. Then she did a show called The Sex Life of College Girls on HBO. Then she released an album called Snow Angel. I think she identifies as queer. She is a beautiful, buxom, blonde, gorgeous woman. She... Recently, it was announced that she will be pl- be so Mean Girls, which was a book that which became a movie, which became a musical, mm-hmm. which is now becoming a movie musical. <laughs> Renee will be playing Regina George in the movie musical. Okay, even though she's like and, forty. Sure, and and the trailer for the movie musical of Mean Girls with Renee Rapp premiered at the Taylor Swift's Eras Tour movie, <laughs> which my daughter sent a, a video of tonight that she oh, took inside of the theater. Oh my anyway, gosh, she loves you. Renee Rapp, like, I am a I am a gay man. I love a fucking penis. <laughs> I love a penis. Yeah. But I would go down south, as they say. <laughs> For Renee Rapp. You'd go south she, of the border. I would go. She is the hottest lesbian on the planet Earth. She and her album is amazing. And her performance in. I mean, she's just she's everything. She's everything. So Aww. she's a gay icon. Great. All right. Great. I'm going to close my eyes and do the whole thing again. Okay. 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 And then we'll we'll do number three and then we'll take a break. Okay. So for them, not for us. It's for them. Uh, this time the break's for right, them. It's okay. All right. Um, if you say like Tom Hanks, my God, I'm going to smack you in the face. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. JFK. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. He took a bullet for his country. <laughs> Which is very straight behavior. <laughs> Slept with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Very straight. Yeah. I mean, a little bit gay, actually. A little bit gay. 
Like having a relationship with Marilyn Monroe is a little bit gay. Because Marilyn's a gay icon? I don't know. Ask Marilyn. Okay. I well, you know what? I can't. <laughs> um he uh came from old money, I think. I think it was old money. Or was it new money? <laughs> this and, is the best episode we've um, ever done. He, you're like you're like straight icon, Lee Iacocca. And <laughs> He was the president of the United States. He, oh, yes. Famously. <laughs> and he just went by three letters, three initials. Very straight. Jeff. Okay, let, we got to take a break. Oh, okay. Wait, we, that we're... was only number two. It's fine. I don't care. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> I got I to gotta think about my choices. <laughs> I really want to reflect on why I'm here right now. <laughs> So let's take a break. Okay, bye. Just in time. And we're back. Here we go. Number three. <clears throat> is it is it me or is it you? You, you, you. You're going okay. first this time. All right. So my number three, this is serious. Oh, no. My number three is... A writer, a memoirist, a poet, gay icon. His name is Saeed Jones. Okay. He he is what? What the fuck? Carmel Corn. What? What's, hap- what's happening, Carmel Corn? Oh, nothing. Keep going. <laughs> so, Saeed Jones is a writer, a memoirist, a poet. He um, wrote a poetry book. A poetry collection called Prelude to a Bruise. And then his most recent poetry collection is called Alive at the End of the World. He hosts a podcast called Vibe Check. And he is a black queer man. And he is my North Star. Like I oh, like I go to Vibe Check to find out how I feel about everything. And Saeed is the the heart and the 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 heart and the heart <laughs> of vibe check he's a brilliant writer a brilliant thinker like just makes you see the world in the right way um and i would like to read one of his poems oh okay i was just gonna say give us an example of something yeah okay <clears throat> so this Thanks. is from his poetry collection called alive at the end of the world this is the poem called alive at the end of the world <laughs> Okay. And when I, this is the first poem in this collection. And when I read it, I closed the collection and walked away for six months and did not come back. And then I came back and read more. Okay. So here's the, okay, here's the poem. Okay. Alive, at, Alive at the End of the World by Saeed Jones. Okay. The end of the world was mistaken for just another midday massacre in America. Brain matter and broken glass, blurred boot prints and pools of blood. We dialed the newly dead, but they did not answer. We texted, begging them to call us back, but the newly dead don't know how to read. In America, a gathering of people is called a target practice or a funeral, depending on who lives long enough to define the terms. But for now, we are alive at the end of the world, shell-shocked by headlines and alarm clocks, burning through what little love we have left. 
With time, the white boys with guns will become wounds we won't quite remember enduring. How did you get that scar on your shoulder? Oh, a boy I barely knew was sad once. Gay icon. What's your number three? Oh, wow. That yeah, was... But but the book set the book down, walked away for six months, yeah. came back later. Right. Like like honestly, are you chewing on broken glass right now? <laughs> Sorry. No, just some stale chips from Trader Joe's. Okay. Like like when I chose to have a snack, I had a bagel. It's very soft, it's very chewy. Well, I can't afford bagels, so Oh fair. Okay, fair. Okay, all right. <clears throat> You're number three. Okay, closing my eyes, I'm turning, I'm flipping the page it's, up in the air. It's from Ernst, Ernest Goes Camp, it's Jim Varner. Okay, <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm, okay. en- I'm ending the podcast now. Oh wait, Ernest, We will never record again. Ernest P. Worrell is on my list. <laughs> Jim Varner? Yes! <laughs> like... How deeply did you fail at this assignment? <laughs> You're going to talk about Jim Varner on <laughs> our podcast, on yeah, our blessed he's, podcast. He's dumb. Oh my God. He's silly. <laughs> oh my God. Give me an example of what you would have said as a straight icon. I would have said George Santos, the con- the gay congressman. And what the fuck? Who, the fuck? who announced that he had a husband when he was sending condolences to the to Diane Feinstein, the senator from California who died. That is a straight icon. Why? Because, because <laughs> what's more straight than announcing that you have a gay husband in a condolence message about a dead senator? It's the straightest thing I can think of. Back to Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay. So Tom Hanks, all American. Sure. He's every man. You know that conceptual, like sure. figurative <laughs> archetype. I I just feel like our, our gentle listeners are learning so much tonight. <laughs> They've never thought of these things. He can be before. silly. Right. Serious. Right. <laughs> He's been in some movies and um let me ask you this. Okay. <laughs> the Burbs or oh. Joe versus the Volcano? You bitch. That's right, bitch. Oh. I'll straight your icon. That's so, that's so hard. Can we talk about that next episode? You know who else I would have chosen as a straight icon? Who? Gordon B. Hinckley. <laughs> He was was the LDS prophet. I have to tell the gentle listener something. (laughs) There's a chance that he had sex with black gay prostitutes. Uh, Very good chance. There is testimony that may or may not be true that he had sex with black gay prostitutes. And he famously did an interview with Mike Walsh of 60 Minutes. Straight icon. (laughs) I need to tell the gentle listeners. So for my birthday, I received a dick pic from someone. I won't say right, who. Right, right. That was then shared with you 
Yes, I did see that dick pic. And your response was Jesus Gordon B. Tim Ballard Christ. <laughs> In all caps. You know who's a straight <laughs> icon? Who? Me. It's me. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Okay, what's I'm your... A... I'm a straight icon because when I see a pic of someone stroking their dick, my immediate response is Jesus Gordon B. Tim Ballard Christ. (laughs) Tim Ballard Christ. (laughs) And you know what that is? That's straight allyship right there. That's straight allyship. (laughs) Okay, number four. You know who I I would have chosen as as a straight icon? I'm dying to know. Alf. Do you remember Alf? Oh, yeah. He's on my list. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. From Melmac? Alf the alien from Melmac that had a TV show? The fact that the you 80s? remember where he's from makes me question your homosexuality. Oh, no. That's 100% straight energy that Alf is from Melmac. Anyway, my number four okay. is pop star Troy Sivan. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> so there is a pop star. His name is Troy Savon. He writes pop music. And he oh. writes pop music about being a gay whore. And it's the oh. most delight. Are you... Sorry. Is that roasted cauliflower you're chewing on? What? Is that <laughs> freeze-dried em- edamame? <laughs> No, anyway, anyway okay, Troy has released Wait, many mean, albums. Uh, he had a song called Bloom, which was about uh, penis penetrating your butthole. Is it really? Oh, yeah. It's like, I bloom for you. Like, tell oh, okay. me when I'm ready. That yeah. makes sense because one time this guy with a really big dick put it in my ass. And I had like, a f- the next day I had like a flower of hemorrhoids around my asshole. <laughs> Troy has a new album coming out. <laughs> Just gonna skim right over that. There's there is a song on it called Rush. Do you know what Rush is? Do I know what Rush is? Yeah, Rush. Oh, R U S H. Is it like coming? No, it's a brand of poppers. Do you know what poppers are? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Tell us what poppers are. It's a thing you take that makes you loose. So poppers. <laughs> Poppers are there there. Do you remember when you had a VCR and you mm-hmm. had the blockbuster tapes that said, please be kind, rewind. Right. And you had that VCR cleaner and you would put the drops on the little strips and you'd put that in the VCR to clean the heads of the VCR. Totally. Those drops are poppers. Right. So <laughs> they're, I think it's called amyl nitrate. They're a substance that you can inhale that helps you relax and yeah helps loosen your butthole for penetration anyway there's a famous brand of poppers called rush and troy released a song called rush about poppers and then the album just dropped today and and there is a song on it called one of your girls where he is saying hey if you get lonely just send me a text. I'll come over. I'll be one of your girls. No one has to know. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and in the video, he is in drag as one of your girls. Anyway, <gasps> he's the gay slut we all needed. Oh, I love that. Up. And also, on the Casey Musgraves Christmas special, he did. He sang a song called Glittery with Casey Musgraves, who was a gay icon. Oh, 
anyway. Right. right. Okay. Troy's a ready? fucking gay icon because he sings songs about bottoming and poppers and being a gay <laughs> slut. And it's... imagine growing up in a world where you could just turn on the radio and hear a song about how to take a dick in your tight ass. You know that's, what I mean? That's important to know how. It's, impor- it's important. Yeah. Anyway. You just gotta take care. Um, is he American or English or? He's British. He's British. Okay, cool. So now on to your number five. <laughs> no, four. We're only on four. Oh, I've already done four. Oh, because I went first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? So okay. you're number four, Abraham Lincoln. No, no. Okay, there we go. It's Mick Jagger. <laughs> He's the gayest. There's nothing about that man that's straight. Well, the one underneath that, we can go with that. Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> you just wrote a list of men. <laughs> I just thought of like, you know, um, uh, stereotypical um, things. <laughs> like Mick Jagger? Dude, I was really struggling. That was toward the top of the list when I was like, I don't fucking know. Okay. Um. So, you know. So tell us why Sean Connery is a straight icon. <clears throat> I think that every straight man wants to be like him. Yeah. Before he died. Right. Because you know? he gone. He gone. And every, and every gay man wants to put their tongue on his butthole. Which is such a thing that gay men want to do with straight guys, right? It's true. It's yeah. true. I think I know someone really well. Who wants to do that to straight guys? Um, okay. Is it me? He, yeah. Okay. Um, when he talks, he talks like this. That's really straight sounding. Um, he was fucking 007. This is the worst episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> okay. What's your number five? All right. My number five queer icon is Melanie. Melanie Linsky. Do you know who that is? Is she a figure skater? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Melanie Linsky. Oh, I'm thinking of Tara Lipinski. Okay. Melanie Linsky is an actress. She's from New Zealand. Oh, and she was in The Last of Us. Yes. And she's married to John Ritter's son. Yes, Jason Ritter. These are all on my list. Okay. She is. Okay, so she came to fame and fortune in a movie called, I think it's called Beautiful Creatures. With Kate Winslet. With Kate Winslet. And they played schoolgirls who fell in love with each other and then murdered their mothers. Yeah. Queer power right there. Queer iconship right right there. Yes. When I fell in love with Melanie, she did a show called Togetherness, which was just about like weird straight couples. I don't know. Anyway. She's married to John Ritter's son, Jason Ritter, who's super hot. Yeah. Super hot. Yeah, it looks a lot like dad, who was yeah. also who was very cute. Yes. She famously is currently she's in a show on Showtime called Yellow Jackets. Are you watching oh. Yellow Jackets? Not yet. Not yet. Girl. I'm getting there. I'm getting so, there. Yellow Jackets is a show about it jumps back and forth between the nineties and today. Right. And in <clears> the nineties, <throat> a, a high school girls soccer team was on a like a travel tournament and they, they were in a plane crash in the mountains yeah. and they survived for like 18 months and then were mm-hmm. rescued. 
Right. And then it so it jumps back and forth between the girls trapped in the mountains and the girls today. And Melanie Linsky is one of the girls. She's an icon. Yeah. Um, she was also in The Last of Us. Yeah. She played like a like a leader of a faction of people yeah. that, you know, anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she is first of all, she's she's from New Zealand. So when she talks, she talks like a K way. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It's okay. It's a hard one. Keep going. But one of the greatest Melanie Linsky, Melanie Linsky moments. Oh, shit. Did I close that tab? She, okay. Someone on Twitter said, oh, my God, The Last of Us is so smart. They cast Melanie Linsky to get all the gays to watch. Okay. Oh, and a straight man replied and said, Melanie, like Melanie, like retweeted that or something. And Me- and a straight man replied and said, Melanie, we straight people love you too. Don't forget about us. And Melanie said, oh, I found it. So the person said, the last of us is very smart putting Melanie Linsky in it to get me and all the homosexuals to watch. <clears throat> and Melanie said, aw, heart. And then some guy said in an in a tweet he sent deleted, he said something like, Melanie, the straights love you too. Don't forget about us. And Melanie replied and said, That's less exciting for me, Matt, but thank you nonetheless. <laughs> Gay icon. Gay icon. Oh, I love it. Okay. Anyway, she's she is a fantastic actress. She is married to a hot American. She is a Kiwi. Yeah. She was in a movie with Kate Winslet where they where they killed their mothers. Yeah. And Gay got it on. Yeah. What's okay. your number five, uh, okay. Ronald Reagan? My number five. <laughs> I'm going to de- fucking delete this episode. It's just number five. It's not <laughs> worth our time. Is Robin Hood. <laughs> Wait, the sexy fox? Yeah. Or Kevin Costner, which Robin no, Hood? Just the just the character. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm finding a new co-host. What the fuck? <laughs> I bring say... you Melanie Linsky <laughs> from Beautiful Creatures, Listen, and you bring us Robin Hood, just the character. Just because gay people are so much better than straight people. You know, and so when I was making the list, I was like, I'm doomed before I even start, you know. Um, So Robin Hood. uh, (laughs) (laughs) He he, uh, robbed the rich to feed the poor. Um, Okay, we're done. We're done. (laughs) Let me just tell you all my honorable mentions, okay? Okay, go. My brother. (laughs) Fuck you. No, that actually, wait, hold on. Rewind. I support that one. Okay. Your brother has very cute forearms and he's yeah. an ally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my we son, support that. My son, Timothy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Straight icon. Yeah, yeah. Trent. Messy room, yeah. doesn't like to shower, nope, but nope. loves his mama. Yeah. Okay. John Wayne. No, fuck that. Harrison Ford. Eh, okay. The Eagles, the whole band. <laughs> I hate you so much. Adam I hate this Finch. podcast. Wait, what was that? Atticus Finch. <laughs> Jay Gatsby. Oh my God. Rhett Butler from Gone what with the Wind. What the fuck? What the literary fuck? Peter Pan. Oh my God. 
Tarzan. Oh what? Eeyore. Ashley. Ashley. Wait, did you say Eeyore? <laughs> yes. Eeyore is gay. Daisy Crockett. Eeyore Davey is Crockett. a faggot, 100%. <laughs> Snow White. Davy Crockett. <clears throat> Darby O'Gill. What the fuck? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Oh my God. I hate you so much. Ernest P. Worrell and Dick Tracy. <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell. Jim Varner? Yeah. Wow. And, and Dick Tracy. That's it. First of all, Dick Tracy's name is Dick, number one. And number two, he's <laughs> friends with Madonna. And number three, he's friends with Madonna. <laughs> I know. See, this was I had a hard assignment, but I really came through. So did you? Yeah. With Darby (laughs) O'Gill. There is no one, no one whose last name is (laughs) O'Gill has ever put their erect penis inside a vulva. No one. That is not a thing that's ever happened. If you are listening to this and your last name or your ancestral last name is O'Gill and you have put your erect penis into a vulva, please write in at P.O. Box 11104, Boston, Mass. Or at our email address, which is hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Have you ever checked that email to see if anyone's written in? No. Okay, great. Okay, great. So I would love to hear about, I would love to hear the straight O'Gills <laughs> with their, with their penises that have gotten hard for vulvas. Have I they would love ever to hear had them sexual right pleasure in. with a woman? Wow. So that's, this is it. This is the series finale for hot drinks. We're really going out on a good note here because we, we really are. Because we had a good time and that's we, all that matters. We had a good time, and you literally chose as an icon Jim Varner, Ernest Ghost Camp. <laughs> I will never forgive you. I've got one on here that I crossed out because I don't understand why I put it on there, but I put Romeo and Juliet. I hope tomorrow you step on poo in the tenderloin. <laughs> I mean, that's a given. You need to go a little bit harder. Oh, wow. Okay, so listen. Okay. If if you're still listening, (laughs) thank you. If you support our Patreon, thank you. We're coming up with some new ideas for you, Patreon folks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just know that you paid my city card, my city express card this month, so thank you. City express? I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. What kind of Funky ass credit cards are you using? Um okay, well great. It's been a great run. Let's wrap it up. We'll never record again. Because this you listed true, this is a you true, this listed is a JFK as an icon. <laughs> a so we're done. Icon. So we're done. It's like saying choose the most gourmet um brand of of breakfast cereal like you okay can't. listen when when we reconvene next week in seven days 
I'm going to share the top five straight icons. Just rapid fire <clears throat> what for the... whatever our topic is. And none of them will be Jim Varner and none of them will be Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom. Tom uh, Hanks. Uh, they're going to be the five members of the Eagles, aren't they? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, have a good night in Salt Lake City. Is it thank cold? Thank you. Ha- uh, it's a little. It's a little stormy right now. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know what's happening in in the SF. It's just about 55 degrees and okay. No, no weather. Where's Carl the Fog? Has he rolled in? He rolls in and out. Okay. Um, which is something that straights and gays do. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs>